0: It's going to be an interesting few months ahead, I know that. It's a results business you're in, ultimately. Well, that's part of your business too. What would you say to the fan right now? There there are fans who, who maybe have fallen slightly out of love with the game for one reason or another, who maybe have just felt disconnected as the game has moved far more commercial. What would you say to them? Oh, look, I'm not sure... Um, we 've certainly looked at opportunities to um, create value across the game i 'm um, not sure i 'd necessarily agree um, that that impacts necessarily you know, negatively on the participant or the or the fan. You know We are working really hard, as I said before, to try and put the fan and the participant more at the middle of anything we, we do, which is a big shift I think historically. You know the sport has relied on look we're 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 rugby we're the national game you should sort of find a way to support us and and we acknowledge um that we need to change that model so you talked about um secondary school rugby before, you know, the, the different law changes there, formats of competitions, um, our, our coaching, our officiating, it's all part of that player experience which is really important. As it relates to the fan, you know, the shape of the game, the, dare I say it, that word product uh, in terms of what they want, they they want that to modify and be more entertaining, have more spectacular highlights in it and, and we understand that and we're trying to move towards that. Um, I think we, you know, we have worked hard to grow value across the game, but that's simply so we can reinvest into more areas to hopefully grow and foster it um, at all levels. You know, We, we want to see more kids, um, boys and girls, playing the game at a junior age. We want greater experiences right through our pathway through to our high-performance areas where we want winning teams. So um, we, we think that reinvestment model is, is really important and, and committed to making um, a difference in all those areas as we can.
1: Oh, it would be nice to see um, more details of the reinvestment model because uh, it's apparent just uh, reading the article that I read um, and the result of Paddy Gower investigation uh, with uh, Andrew Gordy as well uh, being very central to it um, that it's not working. It's not it, because people are not playing the game. Um, you know, People are not getting interested in the game to the extent at uh, grassroots level and club level. Um, that they should be to guarantee the future of the game. Uh, That, to me, is is the essence. And, uh, Louis, whilst uh, we wait for the odd call to come in, um, I'm not quite sure, I mean, how you feel it down there in Christchurch, but I'm in the provinces. I'm in Hawke's Bay now. I can tell you right here and now that uh, some of the clubs struggle to uh, field uh, Colts teams here. Colts teams, uh, they are, to me, They are the signature side of the club because they are the future of the club. You're under 18, you're under 19, you're under 21 type players. They are the players who um, the club need. They rest their their heart and soul on. Uh, They struggle to find them. That to me is a telltale sign. Numbers are down um, across uh, most of the uh, junior levels. And at school level, there's only really... Three or four sides in Hawke's Bay, four schools that field a genuine rugby first 15, and uh, two of them stand out, Hastings and Napier, and the rest are dragging behind in that regard as well. So, man, um, we see it on a daily basis here. I'm, I'm not sure about Christchurch. Well, I can tell you just anecdotally, Smithy, it's not the same. And I grew up playing rugby out in the North Canterbury um region in that jurisdiction and it's just not the same it's a sort of club atmosphere and the kind of bustling nature you know it's still good but it's not it's not the same I do note that Canterbury Rugby are doing quite a cool thing where they are going to play a NPC game as the feature out in Rangura later on uh, this year they're going to play the Ellesmere versus North Canterbury games in the lead up to that so they're giving country rugby a bit of a run there but I know that at senior level I mean player commitment, and and that's a real easy one to kind of get a barometer on it, player commitment, you know, having a number of senior players to be able to field a really strong Div 1 side in the country, it's not where it used to be. Um, On the product side of it, I've got so many thoughts, but we've got to get some of these callers, Smitty. Okay, let's get to Scott from Taranaki. Scott, good morning to you. Good
2: morning, Ian. Um, It's something that has been a topic now for for quite a number of years, and it's, number of different administrations have tried to address this issue. I just think now with the, I guess, globalism of communication and, and various other things that are you know, online world. For example, my son wakes up every morning and he turns on YouTube and watches videos of football players playing, or he's watching coaching videos of how to become a better football player. Now he's 10 now, him and his mates, you mentioned before they're not growing up to wanting to be the Richard McCaws and I text through and said he wants to be the next Messi, the next Robert Lobodonsky, um, whoever it might be, that's who they dream to be. Now the round ball codes have taken over in that space with kids at school. Um, the fastest growing sport in New Zealand is basketball and volleyball at high school level. Now both sports are played indoors, of course, and, you know, they have a massive global reach now. Of course, you, you mentioned, you know, they want to be the next joker, they want to be the Currys if they play basketball. Um, the growth of volleyball, I think, is off the back of popular sport, you know, around the world to play as well. So, I think rugby here, it's a simplified a little bit, needs to have the NFL model, which is less is more. So I, I think we can get back to that tribalism of how we are in our regions, drop Super Rugby, try to get in New Zealand, Australia, a domestic competition going, but it involves a Taranaki, it involves a Hawke's Bay sort of thing and, and try and do that maybe as a look because I think Super Rugby is a brand as we try and expand it. We try, all it's doing is thinning out the quality of the product and we go too long our season finish starts in late january finishes in december we're rugby out. i just think the country's done with the sport to be honest
1: i think your last statement is the most uh, damning of the lot uh, i think in a lot of areas you are absolutely right scott they're done with the game they're done with the product and that is uh, something that um, uh, community rugby And there i understand there is a community rugby department uh, within new zealand rugby that is the most damning comment that they should ever take. People are done with the game. Scott from Taranaki, thanks. I was going to read that text out very shortly, actually, as part of the segment, but you've done it for me. Uh, Robert Lewandowski, of course, here. Yeah. Lionel Messi, those guys. So, thanks very much. Uh, Steve from Auckland. Good morning to you, Steve.
2: Yeah, m-
3: morning, O'Smithy. Smithy. I um, I cover the Auckland club rugby scene on my own. Channel a, f- a friend of a friend and I. Friend of, and I I've got to probably say the opening round of Auckland Club Rugby, across women's under-21s developments, there were 10 defaults on opening day, which is just, for Auckland Rugby, is just unheard of. Um, I know that Ponsonby, one of the most famous... ...to put an under-21 side together. Um, you know, even even basically Sabrina Williams was on the social network sort of pleading to put an under-21 side together it's it's a real concern when your biggest city in New Zealand is actually struggling to uh, for for basically in the field the field sides. I, I think a lot of the damage is has probably been done with in and around secondary schools secondary school r- rugby that's covered I just suspect that kids now see the kids that are you know they're half sure any good probably probably actually see uh, Probably rugby as a career moving forward,
1: and if you don't crack any sort of academy at a young age, I think a lot of kids just give the game away for <laughs> them. Mm. Uh, I, I totally agree. Um, and it's participation. Uh, participation. Uh, and and I, I like um, your stats there, Stephen. I, I I like them, but I don't like them. Ten defaults in the opening round in Auckland. Uh, that it's just the, it's absolutely galling to think of that, isn't it? the pony's not able to find uh, an under 21 side it is staggering Uh, we're going to go to a quick break and when we come back more calls more calls we're going to try and squeeze you all in and thanks for your patience but uh, it's an easy subject to get comment on it really is righty let's continue on with the callers and uh, whilst it's 9.47 New Zealand time uh, in Australia it's a good deal earlier and Darren good morning to you
4: hey Smithy how are you
1: really cool and thanks for taking the time to call man
4: no worries. Um, yeah, I live in Melbourne. And um, yeah, AFL doesn't have any issues getting um, people to the game.
1: That's because AFL is club, isn't it? It's real club, club, club. It's in you. It, it, it is club, but
4: it's family orientated and it is a simple game that everyone understands where, the, where there's no interpretation. You just go and play. And the team that wins is the team that kicks the most goals. It's a very simple game.
1: And so from that point of view, you just say rugby is way too complicated to, to get in on.
4: I think it's like 10 different things, and one of them is it's too complicated. I took a mate of mine who's from AFL. We went to the Super Round, and I spent half the game explaining to him what the hell was going on, because he had no idea. He just had no clue what was happening. And then there were times when I said, I don't know what's going on right now, um, <laughs> which, which which is an issue. And one thing I wanted to say to you was... Chiefs-Hurricanes, first round, when they played each other the first time, the lights wouldn't work at um, Westpac Stadium. And all of a sudden there were 20,000 people at the game because it was played at 2 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: I I think you make a a very valid point there, Darren. Um, You've got to encourage people throughout winter, um, you know, to, to spend afternoons there. It's a much more personable time to be a family. Uh, it's as simple as that I, I, and, and Darren, that's an excellent point And uh, I'd love to be able to talk to you for a bit longer And please call back uh, again at some point um, I, I respect your views there And I, I totally do understand about AFL You can put it on And it is just so simple to keep the score And understand the rules And, and it's not a game without stoppages But it's a game with. through those stoppages They've learned how to make it flow uh, Bruce from Christchurch, good morning
5: Matey, right hi mate uh, very evolving uh, and uh, important topic. Um, hey, a couple of callers back said a couple of points. One about saturation, mate. That's we are so rugbyed right out. I have got schoolmates, and they're they've been in Wellington for years, and I contact them every week when there's a Super Game on. My mate Chris doesn't even care now about Super Rugby. He used to be hostile, and it used to be real competitive against the Crusaders, past it. Too complicated, don't enjoy it, and have and moved on. Um, to, to increase a market demand, you really, you've got to reduce the supply. That, that's what basic marketing's about. And if you're going to provide something, it's got to be authentic, and it's got to be quality product. It's got to be engaging. Family orientated is a big thing. If you can get clubs from a young age, and I was just looking at the Burnside Club here, they've got, they're introducing Ripper Rugby on a Friday night this season, at 5 till 6.30 or whatever, for four, four five, six year olds. I'll be interested to see how that goes. There's normally a reasonable turnout. If you engage it from there and you build the club up and look after people, it flows through. One other thing, which I think has affected, uh, forget COVID, which has affected uh, teenagers and when you get to 15, 16, is the size factor. My son, who's 25, I remember when he was 15, 16, he was told, he, he was at a gym at school for a year, bulking up for rugby, and he got too big. It was all about size, and uh, they had to be big and strong to outmuscle the opponents. He actually
1: gave up rugby because he had three concussions in about two months. Yeah. And more on the. I, city, I get where you, yeah, yeah. I get exactly where you're coming from, Bruce. And size is a big factor. Um, the the fear of injury is a big factor, um, and they, you know, they're just going away to non-contact sports. Uh, basketball is contact, but um, non-contact basically, isn't it? Basketball and and of course uh, volleyball. Uh, Excellent points Bruce, Uh, thank you very much I'd like to hear how that uh, ripper rugby goes Because that is at a very low level I think we'll take a break now Um, uh, For those people that called in and didn't quite make it uh, We respect the fact that you did Uh, We also respect the fact that you've got um, Feelings about a very sensitive subject at the moment in New Zealand And uh, we'll continue to plug away at it Don't you worry, 9.52 here on SENZ